0: Welcome to the Steve Reeves podcast with the best moments from the past week and a few things that didn't make it there. Powered by Coldwell Banker Ford McMurray. We love YMM. Tuesday. Fake songs from movies, TV shows, uh, and the like. Not songs that just are in there like a musical episode or something like that. No, ones that exist in the world of the show that the characters can hear or maybe that they play themselves, which blew my mind a little bit here. I can't believe it. Didn't come to mind. Matt got in touch, saying "Spinal Tap," specifically the song "Big Bottom," and they've got so many examples throughout the movie and and beyond. I mean, Stonehenge is one of my favorites, just because everything goes so wrong with it, just so wrong. But there's so many different examples. Amazing Matthew also getting in touch. Different Matt saying anything by Steel Dragon. Had to rack my brain for a second. Then I'm like, wait, yes, I remember. Mark Wahlberg, Jennifer Aniston, the movie title uh, escapes me. Rockstar, I think, was just as simple as it was i think that's it uh but there's so many examples like we were saying anything from powerline from a goofy movie eye to eye being at the top of that of course a little bit alexis from alexis on Shit's creek and so many more get those answers coming in what is the best fake song from a movie or a tv show that you can think of in music news uh tony hawk's pro skater Has a very, very cult following, even as far as just the soundtrack to the video game goes. And there's a cover band called The 900, who just play songs from the Tony Hawk's Pro Skater soundtrack. And Tony Hawk played with them in London... Just this weekend and uh, absolutely nailed a couple of the songs. They say Bloodstains and Superman were uh, the top of the list and the fans were going wild in the crowd. Meanwhile, Ringo Starr is making fans happy with the announcement of a new EP called Simply EP3. And he says in his own words, I am in my studio writing and recording every chance I get. It's going to be out September 16th from Universal. And sad news in the music industry world as well. A uh, absolute legend at Warner Brothers Records, Mo Austin. He was a chief there. Uh, He died at the age of 95 over the weekend, working with huge names like Fleetwood Mac, uh, Jimi Hendrix, Prince, the Red Hot Chili Peppers, Tom Petty, the Kinks and more. You're listening to the Steve Reed Podcast, Podcast from 100.5 Cruise FM. Trailer just came out, just released as of yesterday. Spirit Halloween, the movie. And I cannot tell you how many times I've been sent this trailer. Yes, I know. I'm a Halloween fan. I get it. I love it. I, I am super, super into Halloween. Uh, like that's, uh, you know, something that is unique. So many people are. But I never thought that they'd actually be making a Spirit Halloween movie. Clearly something for the kids, something that the whole family can enjoy, just a taste of the trailer right here, which does feature, although I do think it's only for a very short amount of time within the runtime of the movie, but Christopher Lloyd showing up for a moment there, uh, providing the basis for the story and the antagonist, scaring these kids on Halloween night.
1: You want something really creepy? How about a night walked in here? Pop a Halloween store in a creepy lot?
0: Awesome. (laughs) Oh yeah! up Halloween store in a creepy lot yeah I love that that's the premise right there question though question though just hypothetical Uh, and I don't think this is gonna be the case because people are curious I am but if what if nobody goes to watch the spirit Halloween movie and there's nobody in the theater does spirit Halloween then move in to that theater I think that's how it works I could be wrong but let's test the theory Wednesday unfriending somebody on social media on their birthday, right? You experience this weird moment where it's not that it's somebody that you care about and you're like, oh, it's their birthday. I'm going to unfriend them. A real good prank. No, I'm, I'm talking like the person that shows up. It's like, hey, here's your list of birthdays for today. And you go... Who the hell is that? (laughs) I don't remember meeting this person ever in my life, right? It happens, it totally does. You're reminded in the moment maybe you know who they are, but you don't want to unfriend them on their birthday because it's their birthday, right? Right? It feels weird, but it's actually the best time to do it. That's my theory. Best time to do it because they're not gonna notice. That's right, they've got all the other people that they sort of know but don't really know and would never wish them a happy birthday in real life without the reminder from social media so they can, you know, give them the happy birthday for you, and you can just sneak out, right? Get out of there. Get out of there. Social media is made up anyways. You don't need to, uh, but you can order yourself a cake, though, and to celebrate. I mean, it is someone's birthday, after all. It would be rude not to. We got a few stories to talk about, like Keith Richards saying that he does hope that we'll be able to hear some brand new Rolling Stone stuff recorded within the end of the year. And in fact, they uh, have uh, tapped touring drummer Steve Jordan to help with the finishing of the album that they uh, have been working on. Of course, you know, sad news after a member of the band passed away, which is just absolutely insane to me. Charlie Watts in August of last year. It's been a whole year insane to me, but they are hoping to continue the good works. Madonna in the news because she says that she's not going to to sell her back catalog sometimes you do hear about big big artists selling off the entirety of their 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 repertoire to some business company whatever madonna's saying no ownership is everything isn't it and she has put out a lot of music she is a bit of an authority on it uh since she came out in 1983 with the very first single she's put out 14 albums meanwhile david cross thinks that he is too old to tour anymore Yes, the legend of uh, so many different bands. Fame, of course, the uh, super group of Crosby, Stills, Nash Young. Uh, The Birds as well. He says that he does not want to go out on the road again. His last tour was 2019. He says he is 80 for a few more weeks (laughs) and then we will be 81 mid-August. Yeah, he says, I'm just too old to tour anymore in a tweet to a fan. So, I mean, breaking those hearts gently, I guess. Hey Alexa, play the Steve Reeve podcast. Question for you. Where is the worst, the worst location on the body for a zit? A pimple, a pustule, if you will. Middle of your face? Don't be vain. Occasional pimples are perfectly normal. Though it does suck if there's one honking one right on the center of your schnoz like Bob's Burgers, but it worked out for him. Everybody was fascinated with it in that episode. I digress. We're always so obsessed with image, but I think it can be far worse. You could make a sound argument for anything on or even bordering genitalia. Patrick got in touch to say, anything that's a friction point, a crease, uh, yeah, uh, that makes me feel weird to think about, but you're right. But I think I might have one better. I think the worst spot to get a zit is inside your nose. They somehow always seem to land on a nerve. Uh, So that the shock of searing pain goes directly into your brain stem instead of having to travel throughout your body in some way, right? It is like a hard line, hard wire, so much pain, and yet nobody can see that you're suffering through it because it's not presenting on your face. Maybe that is a plus side, but tell me, what is the worst location on the body you can think of getting a big red and zit while not seeing a smile? On Elon Musk's face because of the latest uh, headlines, uh, his dad is making fun of him, it seems. And apparently we're supposed to listen and or care about that. But, you know, for the sake of the laugh, I'll bite. I'll bite. So the story goes, Papa Musk thinks that Elon's torso looks weird. Join the club. Get in line. Also, that Elon Musk isn't the favorite child. That was the insinuation with a recent interview. Again, not sure why there even was one, but still. Um, yeah. Definitely not. Definitely not. That honor obviously goes to the stepdaughter anyway. Aw, gee. Thanks, Dad. Seriously, uh, this is just adding to the Elon Musk supervillain origin story, I think. Truly. Used to be compared to Tony Stark. I think not. I think not. I think he would have been somebody that Tony Stark took on. But still. Like, uh, a Pixar-level supervillain at best. I'm not talking really end-of-the-world Hank Scorpio-type stuff. No. Pixar-level. Pixar-level. What I really hope is that Elon sent him a new Tesla for Father's Day earlier this year, but that when he did, he filled that sucker with farts. Thursday. This week, taking care of a cat for a friend who's out of town for a little bit, and, uh, you know, nothing major's happened, thank goodness. I always have that fear that it's going to be on my watch, that something freaky is going to happen, right? Or maybe something horrible and tragic. No, no, perish the thought. It's been completely fine. Easiest job ever. Hardest part of it has been trying to get a photo each day just to, you know, send, just to give that peace of mind, that dopamine hit to my friend while they're away from their, you know, beloved animal companion. Take that photo, send it their way. It's feel good for everybody. But taking a photo of this animal has become a chore, impossible almost, because as soon as the camera comes out, the phone hits that position, and that cat knows it's having its photo taken. Suddenly, it's time to roll around. It's time to move. It never strikes a pose and holds it long enough. Photographer's nightmare uh, can never get a good one. In fact, I looked at my camera roll after the fact. It kind of looked like one of those projections from these AI image generators, right? It was like a Dali interpretation of what this cat is supposed to look like. Just weird swimming images of gray fur, pretty much but I did manage to get a few good ones. So, you know, uh, problem solved. When the kill it with fire meme becomes a very stupid reality. Uh, Just reading about a Utah man who was just arrested for accidentally starting a wildfire by purposefully trying to torch a spider on a hiking trail in the middle of summer in Utah. I mean, you can do the math on how dry it is right now. there in the spider's backyard. Also, I might add. This wasn't like a home invasion reaction, right? You're trying to get rid of uh, an insect inside your own home. This guy wanted to immolate an arachnid out there in the world that belongs to the spiders and insects. There have been some serious wildfires in the U.S. this season, of course, as well. But thankfully, this one, this for-sure man-made one in Utah, thankfully, hasn't caused any injuries or property damage down there, unless you count the spiders. Just don't do it. On a sincere note, we bid a fond farewell the old downtown A&W location. I uh, just happened to be passing by the demolition yesterday. Didn't know it was coming that moment, you know what I mean? Shock in the moment, but did know that, of course, it was kind of one of those things that is going to happen. It's been closed for a while. It's been, you know, basically replaced by a brand new, updated version, right? Uh, and I was noticing... That, uh, you know, as I was noticing the plants that are going into the park there uh, and the fact that it's really actually starting to look like a park, suddenly my view is a pile of rubble and some earth movers making it so, uh, you know, the old A&W no longer standing where it was. And I remember fond, fond memories. I mean, there was for a long time there, I think in the past, uh, you know, recent, it wasn't available. But when I was a kid, the upstairs, the second level there was like a site for the most epic birthday parties. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I ever had one of my own there, but I was invited to a couple that friends had had uh, over the you know the grade school years, and just a cool, cool place where you can look down uh, onto the Franklin Ave, people walking by and everything, and just a interesting perspective that you know kids don't usually get to get uh, when we were growing up here. But now it's gone, sadly, it is gone. And I have had some people reach out and be like, oh my goodness, you know, so many memories. Some people even saying my first job was there. And then I'm thinking, well, my first job was right behind it where the old Fort Theater was. So, I mean, that's been gone for years and years and years. Where was your first job? And does it even exist anymore? I want to know. Thanks for listening to the Steve Reeve podcast from 100.5 Cruise FM. The demolition. Oh, no. Say it isn't so. Of the uh, old downtown AW from you w know, from way back Before I was even born, I think, the original structure of that building was built, but, you know, it changed over the years, I have so many memories, so many people have so many memories, but it is a pile of rubble, or at least it was when I saw it yesterday, and I I got a kick out of the hyperbole of people reacting to change. I've seen it so much in this town, but I don't think it's exclusive to Fort McMurray. And just this week, uh, you know, just today, I've seen so many comments about the demolition of the old A&W location might be heightened in this case because, I mean, the chain itself trades in nostalgia. You know, that's got to be a factor. But, you know, they also finally paved the dirt pit parking lot between the bank and the commercial strip across the street from, you know, the municipal and provincial buildings of our city. Finally, first of all, thank you. Thank you. It looks so much better now. So much better. And second of all, you don't see people complaining that some aspect of our town's historic essence has been stomped on in that case. Pretty soon, the only thing that will be left is the memories, man. Well, well, yeah, that goes for literally everything. So appreciate what you got access to now so we can make those fond memories for the future. They say you can never go home again, but the truth is you just make a new home. A collaboration has occurred between Elton John and a member of ABBA, Benny Anderson, specifically a new song mashup, really, for TikTok and, uh, you know, specifically for the app. Uh, there's two songs, of course, Benny and the Jets from Elton John, as well as Chiquita. ...from ABBA that have been smashed together by these two powerhouse musicians of eras gone by. Creedence Clearwater Revival, reviving a a crazy performance from Albert Hall. Uh, A full album and concert documentary is going to be coming out. Jeff Bridges will be the narrator of said documentary. It's going to be coming out September 16th, just over a month away. Traveling band Creedence Clearwater Revival at the Royal Albert Hall is the full mouthful of a title. And uh, it is also directed by the same guy who did the Beatles anthology uh, uh, documentary and study, Bob Smeaton. Um, you know, Entire performance, never-before-seen release. There's going to be some absolute hits in there. Proud Mary's going to be in there. Bad Moon Rising, Fortunate Son, all of it. And uh, some of it has already been put out uh, to be able to stream, so you can get a taste of it. But, of course, the full edition going to be out mid-September. Look out for it. Friday. There are a lot of different places out there that are named redundant it's the same name more than once now often this happens it's called tautology and I was reading up on some of the funny examples just last night highest tautology of all four in a row in uh, Torpenhow Hill in the UK uh, it means tor in, in, a, in a language means hill pen in a language means hill how in a language means a type of hill and then you add hill to the end of it it's hill 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 hill. but now there's a little debunking That's not actually a place, it's just been kind of added, the hill has been tacked on there by the internet. But it could be, because we name places whatever we want to name them, right? And I mean, people have visited different areas as a tourism trap for less than just being called Hill, 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 Hill. So why not just call it Torpenau Hill and be done with it? But there are some other ones that actually do exist, like La Brea Tar Pits, La Brea is Spanish for the pitch. Pitch being another word for tar, so it's the tar tar pits and that just makes me hungry. Lake Tahoe is Lake Lake. Sahara Desert's one of my favorites because Sahara is Arabic for desert. So it's the desert desert. El Camino Way is the way way. In Toronto, there's a place, uh, a road called Avenue Road. Yeah, that's not confusing at all. Uh, Mississippi River literally just means the big river river and my favorite of all, The galaxy that we live in, the Milky Way galaxy. The term galaxy is derived from ancient Greek for a band of light you could see in the night sky that looked, guess what? Milky. So we live in the Milky Way Milky. Weird, right? This is nuts. A security guard was arrested at Lollapalooza, one of the hugest music festivals, after being accused of faking a threat, a mass shooting threat, to leave work early. Now, it's still being investigated, but allegedly the guard was communicating via text messaging warning that there would be a mass shooting at the festival on day two. And yes, they have been charged with making a false terrorist threat after circulating this information. Um, An 18-year-old security guard who is probably not going to have a great rest of 2022. Just thinking. Possibly, We'll see what the investigation finds. Meanwhile, in proper music news, The Killers have released new music, a new track called Boy, which you can stream to your heart's content. It is the first uh, single that they've released since the last album, Pressure Machine, and it was just debuted last month live and in person, but uh, is a song that was the very first that the band came together to write after they had to cancel a big, huge world tour because of the pandemic. Here's a taste of what the song sounds like. Fairy Killers. Fairy Killers. It's got that original album Hot Fuzz kind of sound to it. Meanwhile, there was a musical fusion moment collaboration when Eddie Vedder jumped up on stage to help the Strokes out with a rendition of Jukes, Jukebox. Uh, sorry, Juicebox in Seattle. It's one of my favorite songs by them, too. Can't believe I got the title wrong, but yeah, uh, Eddie Vedder also loves it. He has called that song one of his favorites in the past. And as the band were opening up for Red Hot Chili Peppers, Vedder decided, hey, I'm hanging out in Seattle anyway. We'll rock this song from the 2005 album, First Impressions of Earth, and be on our way. You're listening to the Steve Reeve Podcast Podcast. from 100.5 Cruise FM. We're talking about first jobs and, you know, whether that place is even still there anymore or not. I mean, you can never go home again, right? Things do change. Change is inevitable. Change is the only thing that never does change. I digress, though. Paper route came up a ton a lot of people are saying first job and i did too i don't really consider it like my first job because i was still so young. i was just a child but a child right but still i had that job i had my own route and it was brutal it was brutal i like to actually now in my adulthood think of myself from back then as a paper route subscription enforcer a teenage enforcer because that was it was up to us to collect the money right why the heck were kids supposed to collect It was a terrible system, in my opinion. And it wasn't exclusive to where I was at. I think it's pretty common, especially back in the day, for those paper routes. You're going to the houses anyway. Why don't you collect the subscription money, right? But also, I still have, like, a rough shoulder because of the insane amount of flyers that I would get on my route. It wasn't even worth the money back in the day. And some days, the expectation was to do the route three times because the paper, the mass of paper, literally wouldn't fit in the giant paper delivery bag. No fun. And none of this, you know, tossing Rolled up newspapers at doorsteps from the road like you see in movies and TV shows. No, no, no. Had to be in the mailbox at every stop. Took forever, didn't pay great, and was even worse when people weren't actually up to date on their subscriptions, and it was up to me to shake them down at the doorstep. Yeah, not a great experience. Not necessarily, but hey, maybe it built character, maybe it put a little hair on the chest, I don't know. Point being, I don't have to do it anymore, I'm so happy about that. The United Way of Fort McMurray and Wood Buffalo has a lot of things in the works as we're in the middle of summer and, uh, you know, heading a little closer to fall. We're going to talk about some stuff coming up, but, uh, you go red Fridays presented by Birch Mountain Enterprises every Friday. Wear red, donate. There's a great reason, several in fact, to do so. And we'll learn more about it with uh, Mandy Lee and Marsha here this morning. How are you guys doing? I Good
2: morning. <laughs> We're doing wonderful.
0: Go Red Fridays and some other stuff that's coming up here. So tell me all about it. Who, what, when, where, and why? So United
1: Way, Fort Memorial Wood Buffalo, We we provide social supports to individuals and families throughout the Wood Buffalo region. 24 partner agencies
2: our go red Fridays is a new initiative that we have here where you may notice some local businesses on Fridays their employees are sporting their red go red Friday shirts and what that is about is we're trying to raise awareness for the unignorable issues that are happening in our region poverty homelessness, domestic violence, things that we necessarily don't want to acknowledge, we don't want to talk about, but at the United Way, we want people to acknowledge that. We want people to talk about it and we want to do something about it. Yeah. So um, we're going out there, we're getting people to wear these red shirts and we want people to say, you know, why are you wearing these red shirts? Well, we're wearing these shirts to raise awareness for these unignorable issues. Well, what can you do about it? You can donate, you can donate to the United Way if you're in a local business and you want to help out reach out to us we're at the red pole center here in fort mcmurray and we'll be happy to get you your red shirt your go red friday shirt You'll see Marsha and I out in the community wearing our Go Red Friday shirts. Yeah. And uh,
0: well, and you know. I see there's a big, giant uh, gift bag right here beside yeah, me as well. absolutely. Uh, looks like there's some red t-shirts in there, so we'll happily be sporting them around the offices here as well, of course. Yes. Right now, jump on board, ground floor, get in on the elevator right now and uh, and make a big wave with this Go Red Fridays. So,
1: Steve, it is campaign season, and as you mentioned, our launch is September 17th. So we'd like for individuals to come out and support the United Way. We do have space available for workplaces who want to jump on board. If you want to be a part of the workplace campaign, it's easy peasy. Just getting your employees involved is uh, just a great initiative for the United Way. Sparkle in Red and Red Menu that's right. coming up. It's going to be launched simultaneously with our campaign.
0: Nice. Absolutely help out with the United Way. One thing that I know uh, that has been eye opening for so many people who might not really be familiar with the United Way and what they do here in our community specifically is is the, the, the tours and, and visiting these partner agencies and organizations and actually seeing the impact firsthand. So, if anybody's curious on that level, go and have a life-changing day with the United Way, right? They can get in touch with you guys. Definitely. Or Seeing is Believing is coming up or next one is scheduled
1: August 23rd reach out to me Marsha I am your RSVP
0: Uh, you know where to find Steve you know where to find us yeah Absolutely. And uh, if not, uh, get in touch and I'll put you in the right direction. I'll get you to the website. No problem. Uh, Thank you guys so much for taking the time to come in here and talk about all of this stuff that's coming for the fall. Uh, Again, I know that people don't love to think about the fall when we're in the middle of summer, but there's some good stuff coming. And I'm very happy to see that. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having us, Steve. Thank
2: you so much.
0: Transmission over. One more Steve? New podcast episodes happen every Friday or just tune into the Steve Reeve Show. Weekday morning, starting at 5.30 a.m. on 100.5 Cruise FM him.